Do we think that that weird rat's nest at the back of Dapio's head is white person dreads? It's a single white person dread, yeah. Just one thick one, yeah. like they get. Yeah. Oh, I just assumed it was a rat tail. No, it's a rat, rat tail's tail thin. dread. Yeah. I have seen a thick rat tail, and it was not. Mm-hmm. It was not good. No, God, ew. ew. So much bad hair just God. flowing through this podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. Big rat tails are like it's almost like between a mullet and a rat tail, but like <laughs> short in between. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what he's got. I know it's so weird. It, like I, I always because of how it's drawn, I always think he's actually got one of those little hairnets on. It looks like a hairnet. It really does. Just close your eyes and think of risotto. Oh, I that's... do. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's bizarre adventure. I'm Courtney Stanton. I'm Darius Kazami, and I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And today we are regrettably going to be talking at length about dissociation. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this day was coming the day I read this part of the manga. I was like, oh, no. Oh, gosh. Remember when when we were, like, trying to get you to read the manga? And we were just like, the villain, though. The villain is bad. It's bad. It's bad. And it's bad like, and okay, it's garbage. Okay. And I was and like, okay. like, okay, but don't forget the villain is bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We start in a women's prison. Last time we'll ever see a women's yeah, prison in JoJo's. lost interest pretty quickly in this theme. It's so funny. Like, you can see him just, like, doing these little frame-ups and then clearly, like, rifling through his notes for inspiration and being like, ah, women jail. <laughs> what if we did more at the woman jail? So we start with the origin story of the boss. This episode is called My Name is Dapio. Be as dumb about that as you want to. A woman who was not pregnant like that morning is suddenly nine months pregnant. It's a very Star Trek pregnant. episode. Or however many months a woman is pregnant. Yes. Yeah, Araki doesn't know. She's like <laughs> four hours pregnant, but she's ready to go. Baby's done. Um, yeah, we this is not ever explained to my memory. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. No. So, so much that of this leaves, episode. Notice what I said. Never explained. Yeah. You know what that means. That means it's we it's explain time for it. Us. All right. So 1965 yes. is yes. the year that this happens. Yes. It's a women's prison. There's no nobody there like with, with sperm available. And she says that the father has been dead for two years. Right. Now, first of all, how does she know that that's who the father is? Well, Unless he was a ghost that came I've, I've played enough of The Sims to know that one can have sex with ghosts. I mean, I've watched enough Christmas movies to know that that's one can true. have sex with ghosts. Yeah, so obviously we've got multiple... <laughs> academic sources here exactly so 1963 is presumably when this uh impregnation happened oh i don't right? think so no i think the that's when he died no that's when he died that's when he died okay she okay, definitely okay. was impregnated by supernatural means because first of all she became fully pregnant within one day yeah second that of all, doesn't that's, that's not, not how usually happens. usually how it happens yeah it is however how it happens with various supernatural pregnancies in both star okay. trek and buffy so people who we know <laughs> died it is entirely possible that speedwagon died in 1963 <gasps> that's not against canon wait, in any really? way oh yeah, yeah. wait because he dies saying? between he's part an, two and part three right. and he's an oil baron and that's kind of, and then he like he dies when he's old and he would definitely yeah be old. he would be old by how then. old was he in the well, 1890s um, an, was, a grown adult so yeah. <laughs> I, I assume he was about 20 during um so he would have been everyone's like always like about 1870 20. something yeah. yeah so he would have been like 80 in in 1963 80 90. 90. 80 90 but yeah <laughs> yeah good long life which is what they okay. say yeah, he, they dies say he dies in his sleep he dies in his sleep oh my god 
<laughs> Fact checked. Okay, so Darius. So the boss's dad is. How have you been keeping quiet about speed this? Wagon. <laughs> so the boss's because dad I is just speed wagon. thought of it. I know, but you thought of it like hours ago, and you're like, "Wait, I got a new theory. We'll talk about it on the podcast." I'm gonna just play cool about it. Okay, wait. So Speedwagon is the boss's dad. Yes. Why would Speedwagon have sex with a woman? Well, well, I guess it was his ghost. I was going to say his ghost, and it's different <laughs> once you're dead. The afterlife is confusing. We know that. You lose parts of your personality. That's true. Also, maybe he just wanted <laughs> to see true. if he we could. Do. We do know that from from, <laughs> from, from the, the, from the one Kira Rohan. Afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> from Kira's afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe... Maybe it's his job. Maybe right. he's oh, a fuck. ghost impregnator. Just like Kira has to be a ghost heist person. <laughs> Does he have to be a ghost murderer murderer? Yeah. yeah. He has to be a ghost Dexter. Yeah. 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 And, and so Speedwagon the- has to be a ghost impregnator. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with he's you like so a, far. Like a ghost. Maybe he's like a ghost sperm donor, or like, or like a gigolo or something. Like maybe she was like, <laughs> "I wish I had a baby," and he's like the ghost fairy godmother of babies. He's like, "Say no more." Yeah. Baby. And she had a nice dream after breakfast, <laughs> where she and had she sex with a a very inept man. <laughs> <laughs> And then she woke up and she was nine months pregnant. <laughs> like 40 weeks ready to go. I buy it. Yeah. yeah. That's this obviously what happened. Sense. Okay. So, but what Why are the Why did they not put this in the manga? It's so obvious. What are the implications if, wait, didn't someone have a theory about the. Oh, that the boss the is boss. part yeast because yeah. of his like physical trip like we see him yeah. like grow muscles and stuff but well right. that could be specific com- that could come from his mom yeah i think that was one of the 50 amazing yeah. fan theories but that wasn't that specifically one character like was it supposed to be which- He's like a descendant of santana or something yes yeah okay i mean that could still come down from the mom that's true so the mom well that would maybe explain why she oh yeah that uh, would be why speed so quickly yeah and that would explain why yeah. speedwagon would have sex with her yeah, because she's actually like related a to, pillar man. Yeah, related so, to Santana. Right. Yep. Okay. So Speedwagon had sex with her because, like, he like sublimated his gay desire for Santana yeah. well, through. And, yeah, because Speedwagon, because because Santana is like the main pillar man that Speedwagon has an encounter right. with. Right. Yeah. Because he just goes, you know, at any time he wants more beer, he just yeah. goes back to the lab. <laughs> okay, so then it, it would totally explain why she gestated so quickly because we don't know how long the gestation period is for pillar man. Yeah. Right. Pillar people. Pillar people, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know yeah. if pillar men also can carry babies. Who knows? That's true. They're pillar people. They're not human. For all we know, she could be a pillar man. Yeah, maybe they're like yeah. clownfish. Yeah. Are they yeah. the ones that change genders? Uh, a so, lot of... So many fish. A lot horses, of things. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. But yeah, so basically, a ghost and a part pillar man person banged it out. And we yeah. end up with the boss. And that makes total sense now. Yeah. So yeah. now, so that <laughs> explains the baby. That still. Oh, def- that also explains her being under the floor. Maybe she's being used to make beer. Was that his mom? That wasn't her. That was a different woman. She's well, a random woman. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We're, we'll get there. <laughs> so, uh, so the baby's born. Wait, was that then, Trish's mom? No. No. It was just because that was before he met Trish. How mom. the hell am I supposed to be able to tell these women apart? Yeah. I mean, Wait, that's a Rocky's sure? problem. Because they said I'm something about the sure. hair color. No, because it says that she's been under there for a long time. The hair color is that she has some of Dapio's hair in her Yeah, it's hand. Dapio's hair. Oh. Sorry, or the boss's that's, hair. That's how the, that's how the <laughs> guy, yeah, sorry. That's how the guy knows who did it. We're going to make that mistake a lot. Um, so, so one thing I do want to point out is that 
while this woman is like, I was made pregnant by a ghost, the guard yeah. goes, that's as weird as you having a barnacle in your knee. Yes, first of all. So so two things. First of all, that's not that weird. I mean, barnacles don't normally attach to human flesh. No, but but like that's way less weird that's than true, suddenly that spontaneous like spontaneous pregnancy. ghost yeah. impregnation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also barnacles. Yeah. Yes. More barnacles. barnacles. Yes. That was my second of all. I don't think they point it out, but we definitely if you watch the baby's eyes change color yeah. real yeah. quick. So like there's already a lot going on with this child. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like so much, um, but then they're like, "Okay, so we, we can't." Oh, yeah, and he he it he was born with his eyes open and never and didn't cry. Yeah, which also like you you don't let that happen. It's like a very like classic kind of yeah psychopath right, baby, the exorcist yeah. type thing. Yeah, the bad seed, or like the um like in us with the she was, she, in us. Yeah. Oh, I was afraid. Us is so good. Elis, once a decade, I go see a scary movie that people are like, it's not that scary. No. And every time I regret it. No, it's like, I, I is walk, it actually you know not that, that scary? I walked, you know that I walked out of Midsummer crying? Yeah. Like, because people told me that and like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, this is truly like, it, there are a couple of okay. times when it's like creepy. Okay. But it's right. like, I've seen it twice. Okay. All right. Thank you. You, yeah. I trust on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if you see Parasite and you're like, no, it's actually not scary and okay. good, yeah. then I will go see it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. many other people are like, no, no. They're like, it's more tense than scary. And I'm like, I've heard that before. No, us is always alive. Us is actually really funny. Okay. I mean, well, I mean, so is Get Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. It has, it, it, I actually think it's less scary than Get Out. Okay. Okay. Good. Cool. Right. Cool. That makes me feel better. There were fewer times when I was like, yeah, <laughs> got it. So um, anyway, back to this ghost baby. Yeah, yeah. So the, and I, I'm just the guards are like, where are you from? Because that's where we'll dump the baby. <laughs> yeah, they're like obviously like, we can't raise a baby anything? in here. So yeah, because we're not concerned about like where a a family might exist that could help raise this child. No, send the baby somewhere with social services. Like I don't fucking know. Keep like, him nearby so he could like maybe visit you sometimes. <laughs> no, no. Mm-hmm. No, well, we don't even know what she criminal. was in jail for. No, yeah, they do say armed robbery. Oh, that's oh, really? I yeah, bank that. robbery. She's like a bank robber. That's badass. I mean, that is pretty badass. Yeah. Good, maybe she good was, job, Maybe Boss's she mom. was related. Good to job, the, Speedwagon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she was related to the Pirate Club somehow. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's possible. There's more Pirate Club-esque people show up in this episode. This is a very yeah. much of a... This, this is, is a, a throwback. Episode. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on here. Um, but yeah, so that baby was clearly born of some sort of supernatural shit, and so it naturally already has some kind of... like. And he's like born with a stand that just manifests as an infant, because we've got a history we of do, that. We do, yeah. That so I think Especially if you're the child of... A, a ghost and a pillar baby person. Baby stand. Yeah. So I think we got a, we got a baby stand situation. Yeah, I think so too. Which would also explain why it's like acting weird because the baby's in the bit, you know, in the middle of like processing its superpowers. Yeah. Also, if the baby has King Crimson, maybe that's another reason why time moved a little bit. Oh, oh! <laughs> it just oh. erased its gestation time. Elis, smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably I mean, what we were supposed yeah. to infer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but it I'm only gonna took stick... us many years, but wow. I, I think our other... All right. I think well, ghost pillar yeast thing... Skipping through nine months is, seems like a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. So are we suggesting that the baby is as most powerful before it was born? And then he's just that has like ethical implications. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. ready to tackle. Most, but what I'm saying is, is it like a Jotaro situation where by the time we get to the boss, he's like 
in his 30s. Yeah. And so he's like, well, now I can I erase so. 10 seconds. But I used to be able to erase a year, goddammit. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. So I can't remember, like, do they give a, an actual time period? Does he, like, does he unnaturally grow up quickly? No. So okay. he, so it's 20 years later and he is about 20. Okay, and that's when we're at the monastery, right? Because yeah. it's 1965 to 1985. We know yeah. we know Trish is born in 85 because of the like him looking at her records, right? But but it's, no, I thought it's when he was younger is when he killed everybody in that town. I think he he was actually he was 20. Oh. I think when he later on in the episode when he goes to the so he doesn't look 20, right? Dopio that is. Right. So he goes to the fortune teller and the fortune teller is like, yeah, because he should be but see, like there's 35 a time jump there. There's, it, well, he should be like 35. At right. And so instead he's just seeing. OK. All right, and all right. he still looks Got the same it. as he did when he was burning down an entire village. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So basically he, he grew up in a monastery. Great place for a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the kindly old caretaker decides to to like add a room to the house and begins by tearing up the floor of an existing with room. a pick. Naturally. That's the only way. Yeah, And, and, and here's the thing. So. To answer your questions from earlier, so about the woman, he is, yeah. So he is inspired by seeing the boss take the photo of Trish's mom. He's on the. He's in a car. He's looking Who down on the inspired? beach. The guy, his caretaker, his, oh, his adopted father. He's in this truck. He looks down on the beach. Oh right. He sees the boss taking a picture okay. of Trish's mom. He goes. Oh, he's he's like met a girl. I should get him a car by and maybe boss, build him a garage. By the boss, do you mean Dapio at this point? No, this is back no, in nineteen eighty-five. No, but I know. But but don't, but when we see him in eighty-five, he looks like Dapio. I guess. Yeah, he's wearing his clothes and yeah. has his face. The only thing we just don't see his eyes, but everything else about him is Dapio. He has the. Freckles. He has a different haircut, but yeah, it is yeah, different. I mean, his hair is it, and it is somewhat different clothing too. But yeah. it's like this, it's the same outfit, and he's but. the same voice actor, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's Dapio. Yes. Young I mean, boss is the is Dapio, or Dapio has chosen to dress himself in exactly the same character design, <laughs> right, right? But with a turtleneck with a titty window instead of right. a tank top. But can we just like yeah. go on the assumption that like based on the visuals in this, like yes. young boss is it shown looks, to yeah, us yeah, as yeah. Dapio? Yes. yes. And then inexplicably, like fifteen years have passed, and he, he looks exactly looks the, same. the same. Right. Yeah. Well, and. Yeah, so he's like, I'm going to build a garage for my adoptive son because he's a player now. <laughs> and of course, no you, street parking in Italy. I yeah, guess. and of course, you build no a street garage. Street parking for heteros. You build a garage by tearing up the floor with a pickaxe. That's how you, that is how you do it. And so, okay, this I learned is, that from John Wick. This is something I absolutely don't understand anything about this scenario. <laughs> Why is there a woman down there? Why is her mouth so right. close? Somehow Why is she she's still been alive? kept alive. How has she been alive for so long? What is she doing down there? Like, it's one, what is her purpose? Yeah, Why like, what she- psychologically am I supposed to get that? Like, he's like, I understand why Kira cuts the hands off. Yeah, okay. we're explaining. I'm gonna that. look this up on the wiki. <laughs> <laughs> like, I totally like Kira's like absolutely cuckoo bananas out there shit makes sense internally like i understand why he wants to do the things he does i do not at all understand given all the information i've been given about the boss including his weird supernatural virgin birth situation uh his mom was a bank robber therefore he is genetically bad (laughs) that's true but but even none of that points to like i like to just keep the warm body of a woman under the floor it's the guy's mother 
the one who speedwagon impregnated. Yeah, yes. that's what I said at the he, very first thing. Oh, I thought you said his, it was Trish's mother. Well, I asked first. I said, "Is it his mother?" And then you guys were like, "No." And then I was Sorry. like, "Well, is it Trish's mother?" Because she looked familiar. Okay, no. So does that mean he's been like super paranoid about controlling his bloodline and origins and all that shit for this long? I have no idea. I mean, there are like 6,000 different reasons he could have his mother trapped under the boards. Yeah, that explains why he's not visiting her. <laughs> <laughs> he is visiting her. Well, but, and he's walking over her. But yeah, that's but that's what I'm saying about how like that explains why she survives because she's Pillar Man. Yes, yes. And he's yes. using her to make beer. Oh, yeah. He's he's he's, he's starting his mafia bootlegging. She's the Scobie, ex- you guys. She's the mother. <laughs> this is, this is, yeah, he's he's a bootlegger. That's his entry into the mafia. That makes total sense. He makes, yeah. Wow. No, the, his mother is the mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he traps his mom under the floorboards to for some reason. To make beer. The reason is to make beer. So that he can... This is an anime original, so... Sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he can God. sell it as beer made at a monastery. But as know? we learned about... Trappist like, beer. Trappist but- beer. <laughs> from someone trapped. <laughs> <laughs> trapped beer. Yes, trapped So, But beer. as we learned from like the Fugo um, sexual harassment thing that was actually like overseen by Iraqi. Yeah. Like... Maybe Why? he was probably involved with this. I would assume. I still don't understand. Yeah, it's why. a pretty major plot point for yeah. him not to be like Iraqi. Please write in. <laughs> yeah. Explain to yourself us why Dapio is making beer out of his mom. Yeah, well, the boss. But yes, so yeah, like I, at this point, I think I'm just gonna like, given all of the visual information that we are given, and then all the stuff that we see about Dapio. Well, the fortune teller stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. It's like... Which is also anime original. You know, y'all. Like, people are very sensitive about spoilers around the boss. But and the anime spoils it. Yeah, which I actually appreciate because it's not. it doesn't do it that way in no, the manga. No, Court was really annoyed because they were saying that there's, like, no tension if you actually know that they're the same person. And, like, they're right, but to be fair, the anime was working with a bad source material for this. Well, it's all, but the thing is, though, is that I think because they move the information around so that, like, with um, the end of this episode where we get a hint that the gang is, like, imminent. So, like, there is tension there because we have information the gang does not have about the boss. Right, right. So, like, they're going to, you know, end up one assumes yes you know dealing with this like idiot boy yeah but there's no puzzle to solve no it's not yeah there's not a lot for your brain to work on it's just it's more about like social tension right there's only like a lot of like suffering for my brain to work on like why why yeah why Why? and so we get this flash forward to this fortune teller straight out of a combination of part one and part three he's straight out of ogre street his character design is very part one yeah just, you know, trying to, like, work his way in the, the pirate club is lost Naples, and they're trying to get it back. Yeah. I don't that know. That seems true. Um, you know, just competing, slyly working the corner before they get kicked out. So, yeah, he's like, hey, I'll tell your fortune. And, uh, man, that whole thing just spirals out of control. <laughs> it's so good. Like, that part, I actually, and, like, they they added it, and I really like it. Like, I think it's, it's good. It's ridiculous, but it's also, like, I actually, because I think... 
I think that the boss in part five is bullshit. Yeah, and he I, sucks. I appreciate that David Productions is like, we're not going to string this out very much at all here. Here, here, here you go. Yeah. Um, so we just get it over with. I yeah. mean, the thing is that I think that anything David Productions could have done with the boss could not have made it worse. Yeah, that's so, true. Like, I appreciate that they like made an effort. Yes. And yet it still sucks, but that's because it sucks. Yes. It's fucking stupid. So the deal with Dapio is that he is both Virgin and Chad. <laughs> <laughs> so and like the fortune teller says it at some point, he's like, you have two personalities, which is like the classic. And I think later in the season, they actually call it multiple personality disorder. They, the, yeah. The narrator comes in and yeah. talks about it. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah, I remember like, my soul leaving my body. People when that are, happened. Yeah. yeah. Generally in like modern psychiatry and psychology and like any trauma informed psychology we're talking like last 20 years oh of yeah like, of development yes it, instead of thinking of it as different personalities it, generally it's more like different perspectives i can't remember how much of this i've gone into already i know we talked about it somewhat so not a lot because you've yeah you've only talked about it with regards to sex pistols okay so, oh right so not parts. really okay yeah. i mean so i'm diagnosed with did in case like, that was not like apparent from the way that we talk about this on the show so you've been listening to a crazy person for years congratulations and i'm mostly integrated at this point but that was like there were like four and a half five years of like very intense therapy which is you know when you get the appropriate therapy you, you can work towards like a coherent cooperative internal system and or integration um or you can get misdiagnosed for over a decade which i don't recommend so the thing with uh did and which is what like that's the deal that's the boss's deal like what it, does it, it stand for oh dissociative identity disorder it's the thing it's in the dsm there's like five different criteria and then if you meet them and then they also screen you you have to like actually get diagnosed by like a trained clinician partly because they're trying to screen for like other things that often happen like occur simultaneously like there's a few different physical and psychological conditions that tend to show up with dissociative identity disorder or mask as dissociative identity disorder so i find diagnosis to be useful for me you know that does, that's definitely not the case for everybody it's it's absolutely one of those conditions that is very unique case by case because you're dealing with like an, an internal system of parts which are by definition going to like be individual so you don't usually see this thing where it's like the jekyll hyde basically everything in pop culture is not correct <laughs> and this thing with the boss is very jekyll and hyde yes i mean like it tends, that's the thing it's like a lot of this stuff and a lot of the stuff com that comes out of that era of gothic horror that is very cycle like frankenstein and all that stuff tends to sort of repeat itself and also not be like it's allegorical but then people keep messing with it in these ways to try and make it like quote unquote realistic until you get to this nonsense of like his physical body changes shape when a different it's part. It's very like fight club, unfortunately. Oh yeah. 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 No, especially because like with the talking to each other and yes. like the now, and that's the thing is that it's like inter like parts can and should talk to each other. There's it's, you know, I mean, there's a whole, like there's whole fields of like psychological thought around this stuff. Like you can, you can search for all of it and I recommend you do, but like internal family systems and stuff like that, which like actually applies to everybody because yeah, I mean, if you've, if you've ever had a conversation with yourself to psych yourself up or something, yeah, like that's like on a spectrum yeah. of what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Like I've been in, I mean, I, as another crazy person on this podcast, um, <laughs> like I'm in therapy for various things, but 
we were like, we've only just gotten to like talking about like other kinds of, but dissociation in yeah. therapy after a couple of years. Um, and she was like, well, you know, like dissociation is like a spectrum. And on like one side of the spectrum is like full blown DID. And then yeah. like there's other stuff, in, you know, so it's like, she was like, I wouldn't say that you're at that end of the spectrum. I think you would know at this point, but you know, there's other, oh, yeah. like, so it's, it's all very like, well, and that's the thing is they've, they've really like, this is like a field of like an understanding of how the human mind works that didn't even get started until honestly, like after Vietnam, which was not actually that long ago in the history of mental health. So yeah, the, the idea like, and they're starting to screen for dissociation more, which they don't like they'll screen for depression and anxiety, but they don't just screen for, they don't screen for like dissociative symptoms. I don't mind talking about this stuff. I just, I don't like how, borderline violently wrong some of the stuff is in general and especially in this arc of chochos and i'm just like i can't believe that my anime podcast yeah is like this shit about this thing this thing of all the things so anyway um dissociation is one of the ways that the brain responds to stress like that's um and just like you know, anxious stuff or like depressed thoughts and feelings. So if you think of like a waveform, like a little up and down thing, and like that's your stress level, if the waveform spikes too much, like too high or too low, then you kind of lose what's called the window of tolerance. And that's where your brain can process stress in sort of like the normal ways in that it doesn't like stack up and impact you physically or mentally. And once you get outside the window of tolerance, then Things like anxiety and like panic attacks can can uh, show up or like dissociative stuff tends to be like if you've ever for me, it's always like if I'm typing on the Internet and then suddenly my head feels like it's like a thousand miles away from my hands, then I know it's time to log off. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So it's dissociation as as the name implies. It's like a separation. So. I'm trying to think. There's like the classic dissociative fugue state, which is like there's a big traumatic event and then you don't remember it. And so if it's, you know, and then like days or weeks later or whatever, uh, and then it's like, oh, you sort of almost like come awake or what have you. Or like if you try to remember it and you just can't. Like, like that's, someone tells you you've done something and you don't remember doing it. Yes. That's a protective impulse that your your brain is just like, nope, you don't. You, we, we don't have the pro- like the processing capacity for this amount of stress. And so it just like puts it away. And you can you can see Araki using these elements, right? Like when when Dapio gets stressed, he gets a headache and yes. then and then this crazy stuff happens. Yes. Well, and, and he doesn't remember it happening after that. Yes. Happens, and that's right? like a yeah, and that's one of the like classic things with the idea and one of the ways that they diagnose it is like how it's called like a delayed knowing sometimes or you just don't remember at all. So, you know, my like I actually have a lot of like memory for some of the idea. I always have, but you still get like time skipping. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> you just, you know, it's like something you're, you're sitting on the couch and then suddenly you're in the kitchen and it's like someone just sniffed the two pieces and like stuck them together to say, you yeah. know, if one were to make, <laughs> a, stand to make a stand yeah. about dissociation, wow. one might. Yeah. <laughs> and yet those things still did happen. Many classic like dissociative means, but one of them is like, I tried like one part tried cooking and then the other part forgot, you know? And so it's like, so yeah, parts do talk. They should talk just like you should like, uh, have I talked about like the, the metaphor I like is just like the open office thing. And so it's like people with DID have an office floor that's all like closed door offices and they can't see each other. And so like one or two parts might come out at a time and wander the hallways, but that's all the information that they have. 
and otherwise all they know is what's in their little office and it tends to be that their little office is like super painful traumatic crap so like they you know have different perspectives on how one should interact with the world based on their experiences um but it's it's actually one one brain and your body doesn't change into a different person no weirdly <laughs> not. honestly it would be kind of helpful because i think in the past it might have been helpful for example darius to know who he was talking to at a given time <laughs> but i think it also it seems usually... like an easy way to put on muscle oh god if yeah. only um <laughs> Yeah, one part just goes to the gym all the time, but the rest of the parts don't. You know, like, what wardrobe is that? Um, yeah, so it's like, I don't know. And the thing, like, the goofy thing with the the phone ringing and stuff, it's like, I get it's funny. I, I don't know. Like, so it's, it's, it's very hard for me to be, like, obviously objective about this, but also, like, I'm kind of humorless about mental health. Like, I I find a lot of this stuff, I'm like, yeah, like, over a million people have this diagnosis, and, like, we tend to have, like, way higher rates of, like, unemployment and suicide and, yeah. like, the, you know, substance abuse and all kinds. And I'm just like, it's not... I don't know. It's not the a punchline. Do you remember when the is... when the show Monk was really popular? Oh yeah, yeah. I know it's your favorite <laughs> show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the phone stuff, OCD especially. Is so funny. The phone stuff, especially, is is played for laughs. Yeah, and, and it's like a meme, and people think it's really funny. And like, well, it is, and, it's and, a and goofy it's, 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 thing. It is executed in a funny way. Yeah, and David Pro does a good job of making it, making you laugh. With right, it. but but like, but generally, and that's where even like. You know, honestly, like the way that like the boss and Dapio like communicate is like pretty positive. <laughs> like, yeah. From I mean, they're nice to each other. I definitely had parts that were like super I mean, combative. Here's so, like, the here's the other thing is like so so when we're talking about Dapio's relation to the boss, what is Dapio? What is the boss? Right? Yeah. Like and after this conversation and thinking about it some more, here's my like sort of new theory on this, which is that. Parts tend to be frozen in time when trauma happens. Yes. And so I think what happened with the whole like murdering the guy who raised him type thing. Yeah, I was burning thinking the whole village that time, down. Burning the that burning the village down. That's a rupture. That's a rupture. So Dapio's frozen in time at that age of like right. 20. Um and then the rest of the boss continues to age normally. Yes. And so by so by the time of Vento Oreo, you have Dapio who burnt his village down and then you have the boss who is like the sort of normal aged version. But it's deceptive because at the beginning it makes it seem like Dapio has two sides to himself as well. Right. And I so think like he does. He, yeah, so I think that he's more of your traditional stereotypical psychopath type, which yes. again is another like short mental health shorthand yeah. in media. Right. But because so his eyes, his pupils change. Yeah. So it isn't like straightforwardly like Dapio's good, the boss is bad. Yeah. No, right. No, because Dapio's yeah. the one who fucking killed his dad. And, right. And yeah. But this. like the thing is that it's like, I do think, and so, and that's where it gets a little more complicated, I guess. But just, yeah, the idea that like there is a part of this person whose name we don't actually technically know yet. So yeah. I won't say that. But um, so there's this person, the who, boss, the boss, who is like, very social and outward. It's like, I would say like sort of normal Dapio as we encounter him is like, you know, driving the bus, so to speak. And it tends to be the one who like interacts with the outside world and then gets his fortune told. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it just kind of like, you know, is, is concerned about bugs getting stepped on, you know, it's like very sweet. And like, I would argue but all of us have that. It's you know, there's like a part of you that is, and that's sort of like the core who's like a, like a, like a loving, entity and then 
there's another part that it, like and again it's like I get, it's it's anime and so you signal things visually but like the thing where his eyes roll around yeah. and like the pupils change is like a much more defensive like protective aspect and he doesn't seem to remember those right things it seems either. like there are maybe three at least yeah, yeah, but this three, is my... that, three three that are um like three discrete parts yes. that we see yes and so th- which is i think is hilarious when the, the guy's like you have two personalities and like there's never only two okay like if there's two <laughs> really distinct personalities then there's probably like i don't know 12 50 100 like it, counting isn't really but like there's going to be a lot because it's like there was enough to develop like such high internal walls to have really separate sort of behaviors develop that are so distinct that like maybe they have different names and stuff. Like if you're at that point, then it's like, there's a lot, there's a lot behind all that. It's not just like, Oh, half my life is remembered by this person. And half my life is remembered by this person. And we'll talk about this in future episodes too, but just like we've had these discussions about sex pistols up to this point without coming out so much and saying, the DID stuff because yeah. we were sort of saving it for the boss. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, go back to our sex pistols discussion. Yeah. And, and which is much think about this. And honestly, I think like the sex pistols model is much more accurate. We're in just in terms of like how it actually works, where it's like the parts are trying to cooperate. Sometimes they bully each other. There's generally like one person who's like, quote unquote, in charge. And as much as they're the one who like does all the talking and walking and dealing with like, the mundanity of being alive. Right. Yes. Like being held by Jorno. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All the important parts of being alive. <laughs> right. And so it's like, that's actually, I would say like a better understanding. And honestly, I think Dapio fits into that. Probably. We just don't get his six or seven or eight different parts. We just see these yeah. three. And also he's the bad guy. So of course they're going to be like the most heightened extra. Right. By the way, Dapio means double. Uh, in Italian. Okay. So there you go. Like that's, you know. Spoiler. <laughs> so I don't know if y'all have seen Perfect Blue. I, I won't spoil it, but there's more than one character in it who has classic like two personality, like this exact trope. But, and at the end, one of them is like, you know, it turns out that like one of them is like the classic stereotypical murderer or like whatever. Right. And the other one heals and like doesn't you know they don't remove that but like they work through their trauma and whatever so i actually so even though like it's still quote-unquote problematic because it has that same like like one of me is good one of me is a murderer thing it does also allow for like the fact that that isn't always true and it isn't just it doesn't just mean that you are a murderer i think that like uh, in some ways if mista had been openly someone with dissociative identity disorder this season this part would oh, be a yeah. lot less of a problem because you'd have multiple represent yeah. examples yeah that's and, always the thing is yeah. that it's like in the story there's the one person and it turns like out the they're one the queer one queer person yeah. Yeah. The one, yeah and yeah for like the mental yeah fight club is yeah. is or like there was yeah. that m night Shyamalan movie recently split i believe you <laughs> I only know about because James McAvoy was in it and I tend to pay attention to him because I like his face. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, but that was one where it's like a, you know, a psychopathic serial killer with 24 personalities. Right. And I was like, oh, great. One of these. I will pass. And I think like that's, I mean, we've talked about this with queer stuff because in Ventorio also, there's so many like tragic queer deaths. Yeah. And like, tra- you know. It's like, a buffet. Yeah. Yeah. But there are so many options and there are so many queer characters that like, it's hard unless you're like a real stick in the mud (laughs) unless you're really truly humorless it's hard to say like 
the fact that so many queer characters die is bad given that everyone in this entire world is queer. Yeah. Um, so like if there were more people who kind of who that where the narrative own not that they specifically but where the narrative owned that they were like in the same category with the boss and Dupio, like it would be less just fucking irritating yeah. <laughs> but like it's buying into this really cheap stereotype yeah, yeah. I, I agree I, I do i do want to say it is structurally interesting to me how we have so many of these couples villain couples and then we have this one sort of villain pairing that is yeah. the same person well pe- that doesn't stop people darius <laughs> no, no no yeah yeah people ship them a lot which i don't I don't even want to know how that works. Me neither. And like, I wish that the thing is that like, I'm cursed with not thinking that either of them are hot. (laughs) So when I see them, I'm just like, this is doing nothing for me. Yeah. I will say of all of the like very heavily designed characters on Jojo's, I think Dapio and his, because we haven't seen the boss's face or much of his body yet. Right. Not my faves. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't love it, which is weird because I usually like the more out there. Ones, I mean, I wonder but... if he like acted like Dio if we would like him. You know it's what I possible. mean? Like, yeah. But he acts a little bit like Dio with the fortune teller. Like, yeah. That's and I like but, that I, but I mean, in terms yeah. of like, if he had an overall more like Dio-ish vibe, oh, you yeah, know, yeah. Where, as, as opposed to like a weird weedy kid slash thing we haven't seen yet, but like right. not particularly well-dressed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, and I know there's like a lot of people really like Dapio. Yeah. I see, honestly, a lot of the fan art I see of Dapio, I'm like, this character, this is better than this character deserves. Like people, yeah. like they they make some really beautiful, cool stuff. Yeah. So obviously like it, you know, it's people are connecting to him and that's fine. Okay. Dapio for you and the boss are the Narancia of villains. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, In that we're not into him. Like I don't. Are. Yeah. Where well, I guess Narancia is like not not as offensive. In well like morally (laughs) it's just kind of like it's just a teen aesthetically he's just a preteen but (laughs) he's just a six-year-old with a heart of gold he's 12 right yes i thought he was two he's in the middle still 18 baby stand absolutely still 18 he's not 18 he's like 17 (laughs) oh very different i'm sorry he's Uh, not legal ask tumblr Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's not legal in this country. Problematic. Anything goes in six months. Yeah, but, that's know, how yeah. it works. Yeah. Once you turn eighteen, the clock magically turns you into an adult, a horned adult. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nope. So, so like this episode isn't bad. It's just a lot for me. But once we get sort of through uh, the second hallucinatory phone call situation, um, with the frog. With the frog, which yeah. is like a classic, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's a it's an iconic moment. I mean, it is a it is a in a long line of JoJo's frog moments. Yes, starting yeah. with the Zapelli frog, yeah. and the frog right. lives. And but yeah, I've seen Frogs people cosplay it. I see, you know, it's like it's a thing. First, let's finish talking about the fortune teller because it's great. Yeah, okay, okay. Someone finally gets like tortured into being psychologically broken, and like, right. and that's the part. It's three. been forever. Yeah, this is very uh, Senator Collins or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, oh, it's yeah. so good. Nuzzle, nuzzling his own severed hand. Oh no, he nuzzles uh, the boss's hand because. He, but he, then it becomes his own severed hand. Yeah. Ah, so good. Yep. Yeah, that's good shit, and like it's such a good Kira reference too. That yeah. Good, yeah. good severed hand nuzzle. Yeah. Oh man, it's so bonkers. And it's, like you think it's just going to be a reference because it's just a hand, and you're like, oh yeah. No. Nope. Then it becomes a severed hand. And you're Chop like, it oh, off. Yeah. Full. 
But yeah, the reason why Dapio's even, or I guess at this point it's the boss, is messing with this guy is because he wants to know the deal with Risotto Nero, who is, there's so much like conjunctivitis or pink eye or something going on. <laughs> and all these people got, like the fortune teller has these weird sort of cat-like pupils. Dapio is switching eyeballs all the time. <laughs> switching eyeballs. Risotto Nero has black sclera, sclera yeah. and yeah. red pupils and is somehow still pulling it off. He is hot. He's so hot. He's got fucking horizontal white and black striped pants and he's still hot. Yeah, he looks, he's just a hottie. He's like, it's, you know, Abakio He's has, wearing like a jester hat or some shit. Yeah, like he's it's hot. terrible. He's like, <laughs> it's great. He's like the hottest clown I know about. I know. He's wearing like a weird, sad, like, mescaline version like color version of abakio's outfit yeah and yet it's yeah. still really good yeah. like he's so hot and i don't know why but i do know why it's because his stand rules yeah it's true his stand is extremely powerful we'll I mean, see more of it next episode next episode but like you can probably already tell it's a pretty good stand it's yeah uh it's infinite body horror i hate every second of it i like i had to like look away when the needles were coming out yeah of it's Dr. definitely <laughs> one of the ones i would least want to have done to me oh yeah i don't want to vomit razors thank Ugh. you <laughs> Ugh, no. yeah, like, yeah, i think Horrible. part of it is that like it's something oh, this is this is the guy we see earlier when um the it guy starts to have uh, a nail has like a nail through his hand oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it was that. him yeah and he's gone rogue and he apparently went rogue before the boss could even like fully interview him because he's like i don't know what his stand right, right. deal is or he's lying to his himself. Right. Only one of him knows what it is. Yeah. Well, no, because the boss is like, I don't know. He's like, you have to get him close. Oh, I see, I see. Because I don't know what his right, stand right. is okay, doing. And I'm like, since when do you not know something? Because Risotto was, it was in the assassin gang. We've seen him in the flashbacks and stuff. So he's clearly been working there for a while. So I don't know. But I'm still very excited because I like Risotto a lot. I also like the dish Risotto quite a bit, honestly. <laughs> Well, and risotto nero is is squid ink risotto, so oh. it's very similar to that squid ink pasta we see many, many times yeah. in this show. So. Yummy. That's why he's so yummy. Yeah, he's, he's great. Hot. That also yeah. probably is why his his sclera are black. Yeah. Also, oh, squid yeah, ink good pasta. point. Gross. Also, Dapio's name is is vinegar Dapio. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. His is, first name's vinegar. I yeah. always forget. Which that. is a kind of it's a kind of vinegar. Uh, oh, like so. double strength vinegar. Yeah. Or first yeah. name vinegar is maybe one of the dumbest first names in this whole arc, which is like saying something. It is. It really <laughs> is. Because like I mean, we got we got people named all kinds of shit. I also like I really don't like Dapio's hair, and that feels really I, petty. I but truly do not like it. I mean, I definitely remember that era of extremely deep parts where it's like you'd have to like slick your hair back when it was still wet and get the wide tooth comb and like zigzag all the way across your scalp to get it and then like slick it down it's not like he's not pulling it off it's it's not like it's not accurate it's just dumb i also don't like his whole outfit i just no um i don't like the weird i don't understand what the braid is on the back of his hair that's honestly my biggest complaint (laughs) oh uh while we're thatch that weird yeah, I don't duck, like, like platypus bill tail I don't want to know. It looks dirty. Random facts, by the way. We learned that this coast is known as the Costa Smeralda. And what it actually is named after is the... It's it's sort of glossed over in the, in the show. But uh, I looked it up, and it's named after the Ishmaelite sect of Islam, uh, the Aga Khan, who's still alive today. Oh, yeah. He's like this guy who was a playboy prince. He's like a billionaire royal. 
He um, dated various starlets in the 60s, which is yeah, how I know him. And stuff. Yeah. yeah, and his business conglomerate, he's basically Speedwagon IRL. His Ooh. business conglomerate purchased like a bunch of property on this part of the coast, and so it became known as the Ishmaelite coast, but Costa Smeralda, that's huh. the, yeah. So right. it's named after him. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. God, I cannot get over how stupid Risotto's hat is. Like, it never even clicked for me right. until you said it. And I'm like, God, that is terrible. How does that still work for him? It, he must jingle when he walks everywhere. Those little coins must hit. Like, <laughs> little balls. Oh, my God. Yes. It's like fucking, what's his name? The child molester guy who makes people into babies. I don't oh, know. Alessi. Alessi. Oh, my God. I was like, are we... <laughs> <laughs> No, we're talking we're about it. Like we're talking ta- about a different. No, we're thing. talking about a, a a thing called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> oh, it's this manga yeah, that's ex- been going for thirty. Can you just years. explain it to me real quick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alessi, the person we reference every other episode. Right, right, right. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I thought you were talking about like a real life. Yeah, child no, monster. I know. I love how you're like. I don't know. I don't know anything about child molesters. And then you're like, oh, oh Aless- yep, I do know yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. <laughs> yeah, that is, he is in fact. That is, he is a child monster <laughs> who makes people into babies. <laughs> so Risotto encounters Dapio and is like, spends, you know, a while just staring at him like, so are you fucking with me? Are you, are you actually scared? Are you, yeah, he's, are you in like, he's and trying I, to read him. Yeah. And yeah. I like that he, like he has a line where he's like, if he was from Passione, he wouldn't act like this. Yeah. And I'm just like, I like that. He wouldn't be such a fucking loser. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's he's peeled off from Passione. He's gone rogue. He's just trying to kill the boss. But he still has, like, standards of, like, no, this is how the gang is supposed to behave. Yeah. And it's not, yeah. like, this, this guy's piece a civilian. This yeah. guy's a civilian. We get an Aerosmith, sorry, a little bomber. Uh, cameo. A p- cameo, where he's like, oh, you can see stands because you heard... Little right. bomber, which was nice. That's a nice, area. nice bit of business. Wait, honestly. so he heard? Yeah, yeah he heard it. Wait, they, so so only stand users can hear stands now? Like, an, yeah, apparently, I mean, can only can hear. sense. You can only sense a stand user, a stand if you're a stand user. So basically, Narancha but just looks like he's squinting into nothing every time he uses little bomber. You think that, except actually, little bomber is just a all toy. the way. <laughs> Although wait, Will not sound, oh, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, that makes more sense because because <laughs> because sound is just like moving the air molecules. Exactly. So like, it, are you trying to tell me that if if star platinum like yeah. punched a bunch of stuff and made sound that way that civilians wouldn't be able to hear it? Yeah, no. Exactly. So but, yeah, Nero's put the, the positing this on a, a false premise. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't know that that stands little bomber sound. that little bomber it's is just a, a toy, yeah. and also stands make sounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, given his stand, why would he know that? All he that's does fair. is murder people with it. That's yeah, that's true. true. So it's a very straightforwardly offensive stand. It's yeah. great. And we find out his name next episode. I actually think the name is really good too. So it's good. Also the design. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, anyway, we'll get there. My friend uh, got me a bunch of old Vendo Oreo, like, Handkerchiefs for for Christmas, for flagging. <laughs> yeah, for flagging. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. need the JoJo's hanky code now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, one of them is just like pink. I'll send you pictures of it. One of them is just pink little risotto Nero oh stands, God. like all oh. over the whole thing. It's so cute. Wow. That's awesome. So yeah, uh, that's this episode. We're leading into you know a fight, which is fine. I like the fights, yeah. and I like this fight. So yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. So yeah, uh, tune in next week. We'll probably gush some more about how hot Risotto is. Yeah. Uh, Hope you can stand us gushing about how hot JoJo's characters are. Yeah. And then probably bag on Dabio some more. Sorry, Dabio fans. 
JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that the fortune teller would leave for the boss's hand. <laughs>